first things first, you know, they obviously have a manufacturing plant in uh, PE where they make uh, Chevrolet vehicles and that employs around about 579 people uh, that will be directly impacted by uh, their decision to exit the market. So the first thing first that, uh, you know, the retrenchment process of those 579 people obviously have to uh, unfortunately begin and uh, those jobs will be lost and this is obviously at a time uh, where creating jobs is top of the economic agenda in South Africa. So this really isn't great news. Um, you know, and I think uh, but we've got to look at it in terms of the broader picture of GM. You know, I think uh, it's, it's not necessarily a South African issue. You know, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot uh, said recently about political instability in South Africa and the cabinet reshuffle and what impact that would have on business confidence. And, uh, you know, while this is a very sad story, you know, we've got to look at it in the context of um, it's not necessarily something that's uh, directly impacted by South African policy or, uh, you know, a cabinet reshuffle. And uh, that's not to say we won't see the impact of that in the long term. Uh, but this is really something driven by uh, a, a, a more broader strategy from General Motors internationally. Um, you know, if we look at what hap what's happening uh, at the group level, the executive team, you know, there, there's, uh, there's talks about an executive shake-up there. Um, obviously, the share price of uh, General Motors has done exceptionally poorly, uh, you know, down about 40% since the currency uh, took over the helm of the company. Um, you know, and there's, a, there's generally a broader strategy to focus on much more profitable markets, you know. So, uh, for example, the U.S. SUV market has been uh, exceptionally profitable for Ford more recently, and there's obviously going to be a greater focus there. Um, we've seen their market share in the U.S., uh, you know, starting to decline, and we see that, uh, you know, there's, a very, uh, there, there's some very stiff competition in terms of the race between uh, tech companies of Silicon Valley and motor companies such as General Motors for the first self-driving car, Sakina. And, uh, you know, this is uh, the whole motto coming back to adapt or die. This is really where uh, the motor industry is going. And I think, uh, you know, auto manufacturers, including General Motors, are going to focus an increasing amount of their strategy time in terms of, uh, you know, pipping the tech companies at the post in terms of self-driving cars. That's the first thing. And then General Motors is really focusing on the U.S. market, which is far more profitable for them um, and where they see gains to be made in terms of stabilizing their market share and focusing on the SUV market. So, Sakina, I think this is part of a broader strategy, and ultimately the impact on South Africa is very unfortunately the loss of some jobs um, you know, at that, at that PE plant, although it is being sold off to Isuzu as well as some of their parts uh, plants in, in South Africa, and we're hoping that that can obviously stem some of the job losses as Isuzu usually takes over those plants. And Adir, if you could just uh, speak to us about the expectations and the impact of a low return environment, and uh, that is what we're experiencing at the moment. So what are the expectations around that? Yeah, so Ken, I mean, this is quite an interesting one. You know, I think we've seen uh, interest rates at a structural low for some time now. We've seen uh, uh, yield in bond markets really going through a 30-year bull market declining, um, you know, structurally for the last 30 years. And that obviously has compressed uh, returns quite a lot 
on a forward-looking basis for investors, not only in bond markets, Akina, but ultimately in listed equity markets as well, because the hurdle rates, um, or you know, or the so-called risk-free rate that equities need to beat, um, has obviously compressed along with bond yields coming down. Now, what this means is that uh, you know, people saving for their retirement, we've enjoyed really healthy returns from stock markets, um, you know, in general over the course of the last, uh, well, since the end of the global financial crisis. So really, the last. Um, eight or nine years, um, and I think on a forward-looking basis, the compressed, uh, the compressed interest rate environment ultimately affects asset classes across the board. Um, you know, we've seen uh, equity multiples globally expanding quite rapidly. The JSE has been no exception. Uh, so the amount of uh, the, 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 the monetary value that we're paying for each unit of earnings, Sakina, has gone up quite considerably. Now, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of expectation that uh, that multiple can't expand much further. Um, you know, we're seeing a global stock markets in above, in, in above average expensive territory uh, given how low the hurdle rates have been and given the kind of stimulus that we've seen from global central banks. So, you know, I think all returns from this point have to be earnings driven and ultimately, um, you know, earnings can't uh, keep up with the same rate of growth that we've seen from multiple expansion. Now, that doesn't mean that returns are going to be uh, exceptionally depressed or, you know, stock markets are going to fall off a cliff. It just means that the rate of increase is not going to be the same um, over the next 10 years that we've seen over the last eight or nine years, Sakina. So, you know, something to structure into your planning. Uh, if you're planning for retirement, start saving earlier or start saving more, um, you know, because returns over the next eight or nine-year period will be structurally lower as a result of, uh, you know, global interest rates and yields compressing quite a bit, um, as well as multiples on stock markets expanding quite a bit, resulting in, uh, you know, in earnings needing to be uh, growth-driven moving forward.